Network. A co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. Happy Friday. It is a Friday morning, November 5th, 2021. Hope you're having a great Friday so far. A lot to cover this morning. So excited. Wonderful guests, including, of course, our very own Doug Keck, will join us about 15 minutes past the hour with the inside word and also someone who is just awesome in terms of media and new media a wonderful priest from new orleans father josh johnson had the opportunity to meet him a few years ago when he uh, gave us it's actually celebrated mass for the wine conference women in the new evangelization in baton rouge it was just great and he's a powerful homilist and teacher and preacher and he has a new show on ascension presents which is one of the largest catholic youtube channels in english and he's also a major presenter for Connected Catholic Social Teaching for this generation. And he's got a lot going on in terms of great teaching and preaching. And Father Josh will be with us. And then also, after we do a shortened version of the news this morning on a Friday, we're going to go down to Florida before we take our first break, because that's where the sold-out Good News Cruise is taking place. It starts today in Orlando and it's part of the whole good news effort that we at Ave Maria and EW10 and we're trying to do and, and bring you good news. We do that every day. But in particular, teaming up with many of our amazing speakers and leaders on the networks and bringing you great content. And so we've got the Good News Cruise, which is this weekend in Florida. And John Hale from Corporate Travel will give us the details. And then in January... Uh, good News Conference, and we have the Good News Cruise coming up in January with a number of EWTM personalities, Dr. Scott Hahn, gosh, Father Leo Padlinghunk, Father John Ricardo. Let's see, who else is going to Oh, Kimberly and Scott Hahn. Hello. I mean, did I mention that? I think I mentioned Scott, but not Kimberly. Al Cresta, myself, some guy named Garundi. Is it Garundi? Garundi, that's right. Garnelli. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dr. Ray Garnelli. No, it's Garundi. I'm just giving him a hard time. But some really good events coming up, and... To be of good cheer, because we just keep on keeping on. This morning in the first part of my program, I was talking about the importance of trying. And you look about this country in terms of what happened in this last week. There were some really great stories that people said, you know what, basta, enough, i got to try and get out there and make a difference. So we'll talk all about that this morning. And I do hope you can stay tuned for the entire hour of discussion on Catholic Connection. Nothing major to report in the weather around the country, but let's get to the news right now so we can grab John Hale quickly and let him go about the business of handling this massive conference, which is sold out with 600-plus people. So here we go. Here's what's happening in and around the world on your Friday morning edition, November 5th of Catholic Connection. Well, today, marking three weeks since Christian missionaries and their family members were kidnapped in Haiti, Christian Aid Ministry is saying it's great comfort for the families and the organization to know that people are still praying for the missionaries. The Ohio-based charity is saying it is has committed the hostages to God and his care. The missionaries and family members are being held by a Haitian gang, still demanding $1 million each for the hostages. At the Vatican, reporter Francesca Merlo explains the Holy Father is urging participants at a safeguarding conference to continue their work in the fight against child 
sexual abuse. In his message to a conference on child safeguarding in the time of COVID-19, Pope Francis noted that the members gathered for the conference are reflecting together and reaping the fruits of two years of listening, research and training. This work, he said, is an expression of the active participation of the people of God in the journey of personal and community conversion. This process of conversion urgently requires a renewed formation of all those who have educational responsibilities and work in environments with minors, in the church, in society, in the family, said the Pope. It is only in this way that we can eradicate the culture of death that every form of sexual, conscientious or power abuse brings with it, he added. The Pope went on to say that if abuse is an act of betrayal of trust, which condemns those who suffer it to death and generates deep cracks in the context in which it takes place, prevention must be a permanent process of promotion of an ever-renewed and certain reliability towards life and the future on which minors must be able to count. A Virginia megachurch minister who was arrested during a child sex sting is stepping down from his position. Rock Church International lead pastor John Blanchard arrested by Chesterfield County Police after allegedly arranging to have sex with an undercover detective posing as a minor. The 51-year-old faces charges including solicitation of prostitution from a minor. Democrats in the House are bashing Texas for passing a new abortion law, but Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan is raising some questions about the timing of yesterday's hearing, which he says reminds us that it comes just days after the high court heard oral arguments on a challenge to the Texas abortion law. Democrats have convened this hearing as a way to pressure the Supreme Court, sensationalize a legal question to delegitimize the court's role in interpreting the law. Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee insisting every life is worth protecting, they say, and that's what the Texas law is about. And finally, in this shortened version of our news this morning, the presence of expanded taxpayer funding of abortion in the proposed federal budget is completely unacceptable. This according to the U.S. bishops in a recent statement that they released according to the Catholic News Agency. The bishops are saying it is completely unacceptable that the current House version of the Build Back Better Act expands taxpayer funding of abortion. They say we've been consistent in our position, the bishops add, reiterating that it would be a calamity if the important and life-affirming provisions in the bill were accompanied by provisions of facilitating and funding the destruction of unborn human life. They added that no proposal, and more on this again at catholicnewsagency.com, to support individuals needing affordable health care coverage should compel Americans to pay for the destruction of human life through their tax dollars. The bishop's letter reflecting on the Congressional Democrats' Build Back Better Act and the Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which combined could approve trillions of dollars in spending. It's six minutes past the hour. It's a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection, November 5th, 2021. Hope you're having a great Friday, moving into a nice weekend. Looks like nothing too major happening around the country. But, of course, down in Florida, beautiful weather. And we have breaking news, as in good news, out of Florida. This just in. That's fun. Reminds me of my old days as a news anchor and reporter. Okay, so good news. Good news conference, which is beginning today. On the phone with us is someone who is key in organizing this and pulling this all together, and he has fewer hairs to show for it, and his name is John Hale, our friend from Corporate Travel. Hey, John, how are you? Good morning, Teresa. I'm great. How are you? I'm excited for you and all the people attending and all the great speakers. So it's sold out, huh? It is, yeah. Thank you, and thank you, uh, Ave Maria Radio. Uh, Mike Jones and Donna will be coming down today to have a booth here at the Good News Conference, and we're at the Marriott in Orlando with 
600 people who are starting to flow in and be part of a a really a great weekend uh, to celebrate the hope and joy of the gospel message. You know, it's an opportunity to come together and look at the transcendent quality of our faith and, you know, sort of suspend this bitterness that we've all kind of fallen into for various Mm -hmm. reasons. And I'm just very excited and and, uh, so grateful for your support, Teresa, and, and certainly Ave Maria Radio. We know that many of the people involved in this are familiar to our listeners and our viewers at EW Chan and Ave Maria, including, I think he's one of the most dynamic um, speakers out there, Chris Stefanik. He does such a great job. Oh, Chris is tremendous. And, you know, his mission for Real Life Catholic is joy. And uh, that's what he, you know, every uh, one of his podcasts is little short video clips. It's, it surrounds, it's about joy. And that's what we're trying to communicate here. We've got great music. Of course, we have the liturgy where we, as a source and summit of our faith, we have a comedian. Um, and then we have talks um, by Bishop Barron, Chris Stefanik. We have Father Mike Schmitz here. We have our, our dear friend, Father Abbot Jeremy Driscoll, who is the abbot uh, of Mount Angel Abbey mm-hmm. in Oregon. And, of course, he talks about the Eucharist. And after I've heard Abbot Jeremy talk, I never think about the Eucharist the same again. It's, uh, again all the different ways in which we can experience hope and joy. And and that's what the weekend is about, again, through music, through beauty, through liturgy, uh, through inspiring talks. And I'm just so excited that uh, we're able to do this. We're able to do it in Florida. And, you know, I've been thinking, Teresa, it's, you know, God works, how God works. And even though we haven't been able to bring people to the Holy Land and overseas, I've really sort of noticed that it's been an opportunity to bring more people uh, maybe new people uh, to experience a pilgrimage conference and retreats because it's a it's a shorter period of time it's therefore more affordable it's not the flight overseas and I've seen in a lot of our pilgrimages even a pilgrimage we did with Steve Ray this past week here in Florida um, people who had never experienced it before a pilgrimage before or a retreat or a faith experience like this and they were so emotional uh, from having that opportunity and that's another great gift that God is giving us, is opening the doors to more people, ironically, um, because we can't go overseas. Mm-hmm. We're talking with John Hale from Corporate Travel about the Good News Conference, which is actually connected in some ways, John, to the upcoming Good News Cruise, because the, the whole idea of being positive and remembering what we have in the One Holy Catholic and Apostolic Faith and to build on that, this is what this whole idea of good news is. Absolutely. And, you know, you, you can't uh, hope to live a good life if you don't have joy. If You can't hope to evangelize if you don't have joy. What, what are you drawing people to if we uh, don't have that within ourselves? And, uh, you know, we've, we're able to, Teresa, we've been able to serve so many couples on marriage cruises going back more than 10 years. And mm-hmm. we both know uh, the profound effect that these cruises have had on uh, marriages. And, and, again, it's not us. It's the Holy Spirit. But really the Holy Spirit acts and works through um, time away with each other, um, through the talks, through the liturgies. And then, of course, uh, the 2020, we had uh, over 500 people, 250 couples, and it was life-changing. And Mm -hmm. this upcoming January 9th, we sail again, as you said earlier, with um, Dr. Scott Hahn, you and Deacon Dom, uh, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Father Leo Padlinghung, and uh, just announced, or going to announce, we haven't announced, this is breaking news. Father Michael Schmitz is going to join us. Awesome. Uh, for the first part of our cruise, yes. And uh, so we're delighted to have Father Mike and to bring, uh, you know, 
all he's done uh, in, with uh, youth and, and certainly this Bible in, in a year. So we're delighted to have Father Mike Schmitz join us on the Good News Marriage Cruise. I know you have to go, but I have just a couple more questions. We're going to let you go exactly at about 15 minutes past the hour, which will give you exactly 15 minutes to walk down and meet Bishop Barron, because I know we have a scheduled meeting, so I want to keep <laughs> you. But we were chatting in preparation for the interview this morning, and you were saying prior to, of course, you got down early to, to make sure everything was, was set up properly, but you were you know, talking to staff members at the hotel there and explaining to them what the, what the conference was about. And, you know, you, you go into these environments, and, and when, you're, when you're in you know, the travel business, you're going into often secular environments and dealing with people from, from the world, and you never know how they're going to respond. But you s- share the story of the response of the staff when they heard about the conference and, and, and the content in it, John. I thought that's a really great way to wrap up this interview. Oh, Teresa, thanks for asking. It was remarkable. It was humbling because, you know, you go through the entire conference with the staff here and you have the leadership from food and beverage, from event management, from the hotel, from all the various aspects of the hotel you're working with. And there was a room of about 20 people from from this hotel here in Florida. And I just wanted to put forth what the mission of this conference is, knowing that, not knowing what faith perspective, if any, anyone was in the room might have. There were several young people. And so I explained the mission of the Good News Conference and that, you know, this was rooted in the gospel message, that we would have speakers who, priests and religious and, and lay people who would be um, uh, talking about their faith and that I wanted everyone on the staff at this hotel to live and express that hope and that joy in their service. And um, so went through the entire uh, conference, uh, day by day, hour by hour. And at the end, I'd say about a half a dozen of the staff members came up to me, two of them with tears, and just said, we have been wanting to work this conference. I know several of, of, the, of your speakers. We can't wait. Could we just sit and stand in the back while they're Aww. speaking? And uh, the, the head of banquets said that a number of her staff who are Catholic and uh, very faithful were bidding for this job. Can we work this conference? Oh, my and goodness. It was, it was really overwhelming. You know, you think, um, you know, we might be hesitant to, to talk about going into a room where people could be anywhere. And, you know, there may be others in that room who don't believe anything that we believe. But... You know, being that's what I hope this conference will do is give each of us the courage to go and to, with joy, talk about what God has done for us in our lives and what He wants to do, and who He draws through our witness, He draws. And so that was a little bit of a lesson for me, and kind of humbling is to be a little more bold when we're interacting with the world and to talk about the good news. And uh, you're right, it was a it was just a beautiful experience uh, to, to interact with the staff and to see what God is doing yeah. um, through this conference, through in unexpected, unexpected ways. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, John, congratulations. Uh, already a, a success in terms of selling it out and phenomenal speakers, many of whom are familiar to our listeners and viewers and followers of EW10 and Ave Maria Radio. We're going to pray that everything goes smoothly, that the technology, everything works, uh, and, and that it just is a great, great weekend. And again, the uh, Good News Conference taking place in Orlando. Is it going to be every year? One last question. You're going to try to do it annually? Yes. Okay. Yes, an annual event. And this morning, actually, we're going to be walking through the conference spaces, blessing uh, every last square foot of uh, of the space where everybody will be coming. So that, that's an important uh, uh, sacramental that, that uh, will be part of this, too. 
Yep. And uh, are these con- are these talks going to be recorded, or will people be able to see them afterward if they can't go down to Orlando? They are, and uh, Word on Fire and Bishop Barron's team uh, will be distributing the talks oh, great. as they get produced in the coming yeah, weeks and months. So that will be a, a great gift just to be able to share them more broadly uh, with, with everybody who, who couldn't be here but who would like to and will benefit from hearing all of the speakers. Well, that's great. So the event is November 5th through the 7th. It's this weekend in Orlando, the Good News Conference, the first annual. For all the details, goodnewsconference.com. Thanks, John, and have a great weekend. Can't wait to hear all about it. And we'll be right back on Catholic Connection on a Friday morning at 16 minutes past the hour. You're listening to the one, the only, EWTN, the website, EWTN.com, and also, of course, AveMariaRadio.net. Stay tuned. Do you own popular index mutual funds or ETFs? If so, you're automatically owned shares of companies that conflict with your moral beliefs. Ave Maria mutual funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. The experienced professional portfolio managers make decisions based on investment fundamentals and pro-life values. You can learn more about Ave Maria mutual funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. We are the pro-life generation, passionate about building the culture of life in our health care and in our nation. But not all health care options are equally pro-life, and some provide morally objectionable procedures. CMF Curo is different. CMF Curo is a pro-life Catholic health care ministry, providing a pathway for its members to build the culture of life in their health care choices, not destroy it. Learn more about CMF Curo at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Welcome back, Catholic Connected. It's a Friday. That means we check in with Doug Keck, our President and Chief Operating Officer, for all the great programming. We give you inside scoop each week as to what's coming up. And Doug, I'm excited about our uh, Catholic View for Women episode this Sunday because we're talking about something that so many people can relate to in terms of um, issues with their children and social media. So we're doing a big emphasis on how to address social media and family. So that's coming up on Sunday night on the Catholic View for Women, but I know there's a ton of other great stuff that you want to talk about for programming, correct? Well, well, great. We've got our own good news on EWTN. Absolutely. On Ave Maria Radio on a regular basis, uh, but that's an impressive conference. People should yeah. check that out. Um, Holy Mass from Knock. It's a new event. We're, we've recently set ourselves up in a relationship with Knock, and we have technical capability now. So on uh, Sunday, we're going to uh, kick things off with a Holy Mass from Knock, a special Mass. 
from that, uh, obviously, Irons International Eucharistic and Marian Shrine. Uh, so people can check that out at noon Eastern time on Sunday. We also, uh, you know, uh, taking back to today, Holy Mass from the Catholic University of the Sacred Heart uh, with Pope Francis, uh, 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Check that out. We have our uh, popular program on St. Martin de Porres coming up tomorrow, tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern time. People can check that out. And then as we look towards next week, uh, on Tuesday the 9th, Liberating a Continent, John Paul II and the Fall of Communism. That's all new. People check that out on uh, Tuesday the 9th at 10 a.m., anniversary of the falling of the Berlin Wall, for those of us old enough to remember Oh, my gosh, days. I covered that story when I was <laughs> in the secular media. 1989. Oh, I'll never the, forget that. Be? Wow. Uh, then our four-part miniseries, Kateri, All for Christ, is also on um, Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, so each Tuesday in November we'll be airing an episode. We also have a uh, new program, Doctors of the Church on Pope St. Leo Yeah, the I was Great. looking at that on the home page. It looks um, great. Yeah, and there's a whole series of those that we're, we're producing, so we're very excited about that. Also a program, Armed with the Faith, Knights of Columbus and the Military for uh, the 11th, obviously for Veterans Day. And uh, speaking of new shows also on, in production, um, we've got a whole series of programs on the heresies that we've been uh, working ourselves through uh, on uh, Arianism and Pelagianism and uh, Modernism and Postmodernism, and uh, there'll be a half an hour program, highly produced uh, History Channel style, uh, similar to Doctors of the Church, which will go through uh, uh, about 10 or 12 different um, heresies, not because we want to give a history lesson only, but because so many of these heresies just have different names and are running around today as new ideas. I was just going to say so that. Well. It's just a different twist on it, on a very right. old just, thing, right? Just, they just call it something else, exactly. And so that's just a sense, ew10.com. And, and remember, we've got wonderful podcasts, and so many of our programs are available. If they're free, they're on EWTN.com's uh, on-demand site and also on our YouTube channel. And also, for a very small price, uh, if you don't want to get get the DVD through a religious catalog, you can uh, view a program for like a buck, and uh, or you can download it for a couple of bucks. So it's, it's, it's actually cheaper, but it's another way for people to acquire the material. And can I um, sing the praises of your news outlets, your news divisions? Because I, I love it when I see, um, you know, following EWTN News Nightly and see the White mm -hmm. House um, correspondents <laughs> asking. Ask, right. I'm, I'm chuckling because they're the only ones who answer the direct questions and always get Jen circle back Saki in like, in like a tither because she knows exactly that she's talking out of both sides of her mouth when it comes to Biden and the abortion issue. But, you know, the reporters are very respectful but very direct regarding abortion. And some of their responses are just... Uh, how do I say respectfully, uh, interesting? Right. Well, I think, you know, it, so many times, you know, it, it's uh, we get disappointed by the political speak we, we hear, you know, when right. these people use euphemisms for everything and talk in circles and never really answer your question. And uh, that's why sometimes it's disappointing in the church when we get these church, church speak answers as well, where it's mm -hmm. like, it seems like a fairly straightforward forward question but yet i'm reading line after line of you know these kind of words that i that they made up in the 70s uh, when they started mm -hmm. writing some of these documents and you and you really feel like people and i think quite honestly whatever you think of the elections uh, recently i think a lot of that showed that people are at a point where they're just saying listen um, we're not going to take uh, a lot of this stuff anymore uh you know we need straight answers and if you won't give us straight answers then we'll get people who can
Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting what happened with, with the election where what I thought was, was very powerful is that people from across different uh, party lines came together, especially in Virginia, and said enough. And you think about how out of touch some of these elitist people are. I mean, how can you, when the parents are begging for to be listened to, to be heard, and the night before the election, the liberal candidate brings in the head of the teachers' right. union. I mean, what, right. are you, what are you thinking? This is how out of touch they are. Well, I think the elites, and, and you know, it sounds uh, like uh, hackneyed to say it, but there is a kind of a elitist attitude that that exists, obviously, I think, in, in uh, senior management and companies, I think, in New York and L.A. We're from New York, so we understand right. that that right. was there. To some degree, we bought into some of it in the old days, uh, you know, until our Lord help open our eyes. Praise God. But, you know, and, and, and everywhere, and, uh, you know, with these uh, global conferences, yes, we want to save the earth, but some of these people's perspectives seem to be that, you know, this utopianism. And, in fact, uh, there was a very powerful statement, I think it came out yesterday, or was made in a talk by Archbishop Gomez, where he really called out, um, you know, the, these kind of elites, uh, the technocrats running these these billionaires or whatever out there without, you know, I don't want to get into the, the class struggle here, but to tap into what you said, this this kind of we know better and, you know, you just have to go along. You may not see it's good for you right now, but it's going to be very good for you down the road. Mm-hmm. And if you don't cooperate, then you will be forced to cooperate. You know, again, if you know history, look at the Cultural Revolution in the, in China in the 60s. It's very similar, this kind of uh, academics uh, turning young people to turn their parents in if they don't think right. Uh, and and again, that attitude. Uh, the last time I uh, I thought the schools were public schools, meaning yeah. that they were paid for and for the public. I don't know that they were officially called. Maybe they need to be called officially state schools, right. and they're state run, meaning the federal government. But the, you know, and I thought school boards were there to mind to protect the parents' interests, not mm-hmm. not to uh, tell the parents go away. But that's yeah. a, that's what. Ha- St. Gabriel Catholic Parish in McKinney's Women's Club will hold its 20th annual holiday boutique arts and craft show on Saturday, November 6th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the St. Gabriel Community Center. The event will feature over 100 artisans displaying and selling unique items, all handcrafted. A delicious lunch will be served by the Knights of Columbus and there will be a bake sale sponsored by the Women's Club. It's a great way to start your holiday shopping. For more information, please visit stgabriel.org. That's stgabriel.org. Get your tickets for the St. Nicholas Christmas Show. It's the best get-your-heart-ready-for-Christmas event ever. Bring the whole family to the Hilton Anatole in Dallas, December 4th and 5th. Be inspired by Dr. Scott Hahn, Chris Stefanik, Raymond Arroyo, and music with Dave and Lauren Moore. Activities include a nativity pageant, magician Giancarlo Bernini, Las Posadas, and Christmas shopping, plus fun activities for both children and youth. Get tickets and information at stnicholaschristmasshow.com. Dallas Bishop Edward Burns invites all newlywed couples married in the Catholic Church of Dallas to the Newlywed Mass. The Eucharistic ceremony of Thanksgiving for newlywed couples takes place on Saturday, November 6th at 5 p.m. at the Cathedral Shrine of the Virgin of Guadalupe, located at 2215 Ross Avenue in downtown Dallas. A reception will follow after Mass at the Cathedral Grand Salon. Registration is required. For more information and to register, visit cathdal.org newlywedmass2021. 
Is your facility in need of additional meeting or classroom space, but there's no room in the budget to add on to the building? I'm Glenn Trahan, owner of Modern Fold Door and Specialties and proud sponsor of KATH 910 AM. Modern Fold Door and Specialties can solve your space division problems by installing operable walls to create additional spaces. We also provide repair and service. You can contact us at 214-357-2572 for a free consultation or trwfamily.com. God bless. Welcome back, Catholic Connection. Thanks for tuning in to the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Everything that Doug was talking about in terms of the great programs coming up can be found for more information at EWTN.com, of course. This segment on Fridays is a Fact Check Friday, which I began before the election, trying to help you decipher all the craziness in the secular media. And one of the, the major, major issues with the secular press continues to be the fact that they are so, in so many ways, guilty of major sins of omission, especially when it comes to the important uh, issue of, quote-unquote, women's health, which, of course, Planned Parenthood and all the pro-abortion organizations and those who are involved in pushing a pro-abortion agenda, including uh, the secular media, you know, they, they, they parrot everything the left says on this issue, but they ignore problem after problem after problem. Now, if this were any other area of quote-unquote, and I'm saying that's their words, health care, because they're always talking about abortion and birth control as it relates to right reproductive health or women's health care. If there were any other area having to do with our bodies, for example, if there were dentist offices or, I don't know, other type of medical offices and specialties that had continued problems in terms of violating basic health regulations, cleanliness, failure to inspect, yada, 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 employees that were not up to par. It would be lead story all over the place. It would be in the first bag of a newscast, as we say in the business, which is usually the first five, ten minutes of a newscast. It would be above the, we used to say in the old days when, you know, the old legacy media type, above the fold of the newspaper. But these things are ignored, and we saw this, several years ago with the Kermit Gosnell case. And when the movie came out about that case of that, one of the most notorious abortionists in the world, Kermit Gosnell, those who were investigating him were expecting a packed courthouse filled with media. And there's this very profound scene in the film when they walk in and there's maybe one reporter. And it took pressure from the pro-life areas from different pro-life groups and pro-life media to get them to cover it, to get the secular media to show up. And they didn't show up to the end until the verdict was about to be handed out, rendered. And so what do we find now? Well, there's a story that was just put out this week, and this is in regards to the lack of inspections at abortion facilities. But remember what we're always told. It's about health care, and we care about women's health. That is a blatant lie and the media ignore it. They don't address it. They don't look at it. And again, it's a huge sin of omission. Yesterday you heard on the program, we talked with our friends from Natural Womanhood, how the media also ignored the stories about the problems with hormonal birth control. Major medical issues faced by women who are taking these drugs. And how sexist this is, how sexist the industry is, because it's always up to the woman, and she's always putting herself in harm's way when it comes to these things. So 
Operation Rescue does its best to try to find out about problems at these abortion facilities. So what, what they do is they go around and they actually try to go to the state and go to the different facilities and get their records, right, through, through FOI request freedom of information. So basically here's a summary. We only have a few minutes to talk about this, but it's really, really important. And the reason I'm sharing this with you, and by the way, it's on my Facebook page, is that when you get into a discussion with someone about the abortion issue and they talk about health, it's always good when you're getting into these discussions to ask questions. Because many people do not know because the media do not report these issues of what happens behind closed doors or what doesn't happen behind closed doors in the terms of failure to follow regulations. So let's say you're having a conversation with someone. They say, oh, you know, it's between a woman and her doctor and, you know, woman's right to choose and reproductive health and yada, yada, yada. Well, you can simply ask them, well, would you expect and wouldn't you hope that these facilities that claim and these operations that claim that they are so caring about women, so concerned about women's health, that they would be inspected on a regular basis. They would be willingly handing over their records of of a great upkeep in terms of what they're doing at these facilities. And the person would most likely answer yes. Well, then you can share with them how that is a big, fat lie. Every year, Operation Rescue requests abortion facility inspection reports from every state that does them. From January 2020 through July of 2021, we requested, and that's Operation Rescue speaking here, copies of all reports related to abortion facility inspections nationwide. The project involving a total of 709 abortion facilities that were active during that time frame, including pill facilities that do not conduct surgical abortions. We received inspection reports in just 17 states related to 117 facilities, representing 16.5% of all active abortion sites. Abortion facilities in three states may have been inspected, but we were denied access to those reports. Oklahoma denied our request because a new state law prohibits releasing information about abortion facilities to the public. Arkansas denied our request because it only releases public records to state residents. Some of the reports were obtained were related to complaints. That allowed for limited inspections at facilities that otherwise would not be subject to inspection. For example, eight abortion facilities in California received inspections due to complaints that otherwise would not have been inspected. Allowing abortion facilities to be inspected only when complaints are filed is almost useless. Troy Newman of Operation Rescue says the California example is a case in point. While complaints allowed for eight abortion facilities to be at least partially inspected, it left another 141 abortion sites to evade inspections. So they give a breakdown of further results of their investigation. Nineteen states in the District of Columbia exempt abortion facilities from regular inspections. Now remember... The industry constantly says it's all about women's health. This means that except for the possibility, rare inspection based on a complaint, these facilities are never inspected. This affects more than 200 abortion facilities, more than 30% of all such facilities nationwide. Four states do not conduct inspections with some exceptions. Three states have only one abortion facility that qualifies for inspection. One state inspects only if an undefined adverse event is reported. 27 states allow for regular inspections on their 417 abortion facilities. Of those, 
17 do not appear to follow statutory inspection requirements. This has a possibility of affecting 363 abortion facilities or 51% of abortion clinics overall. Only 10 states of the total of 54 abortion locations appeared to follow statutory inspection requirements. Given these results, Operation Rescue says, there appears to be less than eight, listen to this, listen to this. These are surgical procedures in most cases, or they're handing out very dangerous drugs. Less than 8% of all abortion locations nationwide are consistently inspected in compliance with state requirements. In any given year, a shocking 92% of all U.S. abortion facilities have the potential of not receiving inspections. Where are the media on this? Where are the lawmakers who are so concerned about women's health? We need to know this. What we don't know can and does hurt us and everybody else. That's your Fact Check Friday on a Friday, 36 minutes past the hour. Show your support for Catholic education. St. Mary's Catholic Parish in Sherman invites all KATH 910 AM listeners to a fundraiser concert featuring John Carlo. The concert takes place on Saturday, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. All proceeds from the concert go to St. Mary's Catholic School Scholarships Fund. Donations of $20 are requested. For more information, call Jose at 469-673-7178 or visit the parish website at stmarych.org. Get your tickets for the St. Nicholas Christmas Show. It's the best get-your-heart-ready-for-Christmas event ever. Bring the whole family to the Hilton Anatole in Dallas, December 4th and 5th. Be inspired by Dr. Scott Hahn, Chris Stefanik, Raymond Arroyo, and music with Dave and Lauren Moore. Activities include a nativity pageant, magician Giancarlo Bernini, Las Posadas, and Christmas shopping, plus fun activities for both children and youth. Get tickets and information at stnicholaschristmasshow.com. Council for Life will celebrate their 20th year anniversary with two featured speakers for its annual Celebrating Life Luncheon on November 17th at the Omni Dallas Hotel. World-renowned neurosurgeon Dr. Ben Carson and multi-award winning Christian music songwriter and artist Matthew West will highlight the luncheon. For more information, including underwriting opportunities and tickets, visit councilforlife.org slash luncheon. KATH 910 AM sponsor Sacred Heart Books and Gifts in Dallas is your one-stop shop for all things Catholic. Religious books for all ages, unique gifts for every Catholic celebration, and much more. Our local Catholic bookstores need our support. Sacred Heart Books and Gifts is located at the northwest corner of Coit and Campbell Road in far north Dallas. Visit today or call them at 972-250-2100. That's 972-250-2100. 39 minutes past the hour. Great to catch up with a wonderful priest, a great speaker, and is doing a lot, not only in his diocese, but speaking and teaching online and elsewhere to make a difference and bring the joy of the gospel alive. Our friend, Father Josh Johnson, is with us. He's Director of Vocations 
in the Diocese of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And uh, we had the opportunity through our wine ministry, Women in the New Evangelization, to uh, spend some time with him a few years ago. Father, that was a great conference, and you celebrated that was an amazing. Yeah. It yeah. was an amazing conference. You did a great talk as well. I thought that uh, it was so beautiful. So much supernatural fruit came from that. So thank you for uh, collaborating with us and for coming down to share your gifts. Well, thank you, because you were just terrific, and, and your homily at, at the Mass that you celebrated for us was uh, just off the charts. So much to discuss. Uh, what, let me just get your, your, your sense, Father, in terms of it's a very challenging time uh, for all of us as believers, but at the same time, God is doing amazing things. So just get your reflection on what you're feeling right now in terms of the culture and where we're at in the faith, where we're at in the faith. Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited about the times we're living in. I think that the Lord created you and me and and all of us for no other reason, because he desires for us to become the great saints of this generation. <laughs> and and so I just believe that he's going to equip us with the with the tools that we're going to need to accompany the people in our land and to help them to have a deeper conversion. And so there is a lot of division in the world right now, but I believe that the Lord has given us a particular charism in our generation uh, to bring about unity in the body of Christ through our love of Jesus Christ in the Blessed Sacrament. And so uh, the USCB, they're, they're about to have this huge initiative with the Eucharistic Revival um, right. in, our, in our nation. And I think that uh, with the Eucharist being placed at the forefront of our conversations, Jesus Christ himself is going to do all the renewal and reformation in the body of Christ in the church and in, in, the, in the secular world uh, once we give him the platform to do so. And so I'm just excited to be living in, in a time where, where we're focusing all of our attention back on Jesus Christ because he's mm. God and he's going to do a lot. <laughs> One of my favorite verses in Scripture is from the Old Testament book of Esther for such a time as this. And, That's and, it. Yeah, yes. right? yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yep. So speaking of which, for such a time as this, taking advantage of all the different media opportunities out there, I mean, there's, there's a lot of rough things to say about, about the media and things we need to be aware of, but at the same time, uh, the church does not say throw the baby out with the bathwater. The church wants us to engage uh, properly yes. and, and you know, enthusiastically and using the media wisely, which you do on a regular basis. So you have a new show, I understand, on Ascension Presents. Tell us about it. I do, yeah. So for years I've had a podcast called Ask Father Josh. Uh, where I answer two to three questions dealing with everything from morality to spirituality, relationship advice, evangelization, discernment, catechesis, the list goes on. Uh, but what we've done now is in addition to that show that I'm going to keep on a podcast format, we've created a new show called the Ask Father Josh Show on Ascension Presents, which is on the YouTube channel for Ascension. Um, and, and this particular show, um, I respond to questions based on the comment section in YouTube videos. So if you write down hashtag Ask Father Josh, then we will take your questions, and I will do about a 25-minute video responding to your questions wow. from the perspective of how it will affect your relationship with God, how it could affect your relationship with the church, and how it might affect your relationship with the wider community as well. Um, so we use a lot of scripture, a lot of church teaching, um, and also just a lot of practical advice to, to accompany people who might not know where to go to have their, their answers responded to specifically with regards to our Catholic faith. We're talking with Father Josh Johnson, a dynamic young priest from the Diocese of Baton Rouge. He serves there as a vocation director, but also is is amazing in terms of his outreach online and his speaking abilities. Okay, so I have to ask you, inquiring minds want to know, what are some of the most common questions and concerns you get from those either who are Catholic, fallen away Catholic, those thinking about maybe the Catholic Church? What Are there similar themes, Father, that pop up? Yeah, so there there are. Uh, I think some of the themes that come up again and again uh, deal with um, morality, specifically with like lust. Um, a lot of people struggle with addictions uh, to pornography. A lot of people have broken relationships with their family members. 
So they ask specific questions about forgiveness and healing and what does that actually look like. And then um, we get uh, a number of questions as well on some of the church teachings as far as the Eucharist and the Blessed Sacrament and things like that. Those are some of the highest rated episodes, I think, uh, on, on the actual podcast. And so I imagine when we do, as the YouTube series has been launched, it got launched about two weeks ago, um, those are some of the same questions we're probably going to keep getting from people because a lot of people have those questions on their mind. Um, and, and also with prayer, a lot of people are eager to learn about prayer. They hear about prayer, but they don't know how to pray. They were never taught how to pray. And I remember even when I was a, a, a priest at a, one of our local parishes, my diocese years ago, I, uh, I would preach about prayer all the time. And one of the parishioners finally said, Father Josh, like, I'm really inspired when you talk about prayer, but you never taught us how to pray. So I go mm-hmm. home and I just, I'm like, what do I do? So we do get a number of questions about how to engage the Lord in the interior life. Wow. Wow. And how do you find as a vocations director it's going in terms of interest in, in religious vocations in particular? Yeah, that's a, a, it, it, that's an interesting question. Um, nuanced answer, I guess, but um, I, I think that uh, oh, my goal, I, I, I see what my goal is. My goal is to help people to have an encounter with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I, Benedict was very clear on this, that vocation is the fruit of an encounter with the person, Jesus Christ, and prayer. So projects and plans and methods have their place. What's most important is an encounter, and I do think that um, one of the biggest issues is that a lot of our young people have not been taught how to pray, and because they've not been taught how to pray, they aren't able to discern as a disciple of Jesus Christ. And so one of our goals in our diocese is to help teach our young people um, how to pray and to give them opportunities to have encounters with Jesus Christ in the sacred scriptures through Lectio Divina and before the presence of the Blessed Sacrament and the Word inscribed uh, with the sacred scriptures as well. And so if you can get people before the Eucharist with the Word of God, then they will have an encounter with Jesus and He will He will begin to invite them. And so I think a lot of people in our generation now are, are struggling to make a decision. They're struggling to commit earlier on. People are getting married later as well. And so, uh, but I really do believe in the power of prayer. And, uh, yeah, so wow. that's, uh, sorry, so I, got, I had a phone call coming in my bed. That's okay, no problem. Um, how do they find out about the new um, show on Ascension Presents? We just go to YouTube? Yeah, YouTube, Ask Father Josh, uh, and it'll pop up, or you can go on the Ascension Presents YouTube channel where we have uh, content from Father Mike Schmitz, the CFRs, uh, myself, and a number of other disciples of Jesus Christ who are trying to draw people to the Lord. <laughs> We're talking with Father Josh Johnson. You probably know of him or have seen him online or in a number of talks. He is a vocations director. He's also a parish priest in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. He has a new program on Ascension Presents, and he takes questions about the faith. I I think that can be really reaffirming, because I know I had a a, a very nice, respectful debate just recently on my Facebook page about purgatory because of All Souls Day, and and we had some Mm. Protestant brothers and sisters who were, you know, trying to to, to denounce purgatory, and and one woman got so upset, she said, you're not welcome on this page, and I said, hon, first of all, it's my page, (laughs) I'll tell them if they're not welcome, and secondly, I said, don't worry about it, as long as this man is respectful, or these people are respectful, and don't, you know, hurl insults or, or, you know, profanity, I don't have a problem explaining the church teaching that's how you learn so i would imagine that it's affirming for you to go back and and maybe pull something from the catechism or from scripture to explain church teaching it is and i mean that's where jesus christ would want us I mean, years ago when jesus christ was walking on this earth he was with the people where they were at and so many of our people primarily are spending a lot of time especially during covid uh online on social media on facebook on twitter on instagram 
uh, and on YouTube. And so I think we have a responsibility as disciples of Jesus Christ to go where the people are at, to be with them, to accompany them, and to bring them the gift of the church. I mean, with the catechism, with the scriptures, uh, these are these are gifts that God has entrusted to us, and we need to be responsible. We can't just sit in our little silos and our little holy huddles and and just uh, ignore where the people are. We need to, we need to be with them. And, and I think, too, as well, we have to remember, and, and my husband, Deacon Dominic, and I just attended an amazing retreat with another priest, another great priest. I'm sure you're familiar with his work, Father John Ricardo, who has a, a new yeah, ministry called Acts awesome. 29. Yeah, he's phenomenal. And, you know, he was talking about when he started the, the new ministry, Acts 29, he had a reporter ask him, well, what do you do to convince people to either come back to church or get into a relationship with the Lord? He goes, I'm not, that's not my job. I'm not, I'm not the one who convinces. He said, I'm the messenger. I plant the seed. All those of us who are witnessing put it out there. That's between God and the person. And I think we forget that. We think, oh, we have yeah. to do this. We have to get this person, you know, to accept this. And, and I know with my own journey back to the church, it took a long time for me to really say, okay, you know, God, you are the Lord of my life. And so we just have to remember we are called to do what we're called to do and put it out there and let God do the rest. Yeah, I really believe that if we trust that if I plant a seed, the Word of God says somebody else will come to water it. Right. And so the Lord did that in my life. He's still doing that in my life. I'm, I'm always going through constant reformations and renewal in my relationship with God and, and, and the church. And so, uh, and it happens little by little over time. It's never been like a one and done conversion for me. And so I don't think it's that way for most people either. Right. I, I know very few people who've had that experience of that sit, I'm done, I'm a total believer. It is yeah. a process. And some for some of us, like me with my thick Italian American skull, it took a lot longer, like like years to peel away <laughs> to peel away that onion of toxicity that I was enveloped in for, for so many mm. years in the secular media. Yeah. We're talking with an amazing priest, Father Josh Johnson from the Diocese of Baton Rouge. So what's coming up on your on your schedule? What's next on the hip parade for different projects that you're doing? Well, the next thing on my, uh, for me is we have, uh, with Ascension, um, we have a, a new series of artwork that's being released uh, in the new year uh, featuring some of the black Catholic saints, including awesome. St. Bakita, St. Charles the Wander, St. Martin de Porres, and Servant of Garcia Bowman. Um, and so that's going to be released pretty soon, which I'm super excited about. Tiana Williams is the artist that we collaborated with. And uh, one thing about her artwork, I have to say, there, there's always good art out there, but there's also a difference between good art and anointed art. Right. And her art is anointed. Every time I look at what she has produced for us, I'm drawn to a deep, deep, deep intimacy with Christ and the particular member of the body of Christ that she has um, put on canvas. And so I'm so excited about that project that's coming out pretty soon. And then, of course, we have released earlier this year the Connected program, which is Catholic Social Teaching for This Generation. Uh, and it's, it's just a project where we are trying to introduce teenagers. And, and even really, I, I like the program as an adult, so I really anybody to the gift of Catholic Social Teaching um, uh, that our faith offers us. Yeah, this is awesome. You're having way too much fun, Father. <laughs> it, you know, whenever you go, when you work with the Lord, yeah. uh, every day is an adventure. I mean, uh, every single day he has something new, and he always surprises me. And so I just... Uh, I just love him, and I say, okay, God, where are we going today? This In prayer lately, he's been inviting me. I've been perceiving him saying, for I say perceive because I'm not available. But I've been perceiving him saying, Josh, will you go with me right. wherever I invite you to go? And I, just, I keep saying, yes, Jesus, because I love you. I just want to mm -hmm. be with you wherever you're at and where, you're at, where I want to be. So 
uh, yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> it is it is pretty incredible, and, and it's an everyday thing. Father John Ricardo was saying last weekend that he was talking to a fellow brother priest, and, and they were talking that this particular priest was asked, well, when did you make a commitment to the Lord? And and he said, uh, this morning. So every single mm-hmm. morning we re, we recommit. It's not a, it's not a one-and-done thing. Day. Every day we get up, and, you know, my favorite saint, St. Teresa of Avila, had this beautiful, oh, I, uh, I know, she's amazing, this beautiful prayer where she said, I am yours, I was made for you, what do you want me to do? And she goes mm. through this litany of regardless of whatever the situation is, you know, in silence and in speaking and sickness and in health, whether I'm poor, whether I'm rich, I am yours, I was made for you, what do you want me to do? Mm. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and that's so what we have good. to do every single day, and that's what you're doing with, with all of your great work. So, again, how do we find you? I know that, uh, of course, obviously you're based at a parish in uh, the wonderful Diocese of Baton Rouge, but if folks want to look you up, what's the best place to find your father for all your yeah, great so material? On social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Fr Josh Johnson, Father Josh Johnson. And then uh, always in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament. So if you go and spend time with the Eucharist, uh, then that's where you will mystically be united with me, and I'll be with you. So we'll teach mm. other in the Eucharist at all times. I'm going to put you on the spot, but that you're a prayerful man, obviously, and a man of God. Can you close us in prayer as we wrap up this segment on a Friday? I would absolutely love to, yeah. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen, God. We love you so much, and we adore you, and we worship you, God. We just desire to abide in communion with you on earth as it is in heaven. And so we just ask you to send forth the Holy Spirit upon us, to overshadow us, to draw us to a deeper intimacy with with, with Jesus, to see the face of Jesus, to hear the voice of Jesus, to long to console the heart of Jesus, to long to fulfill the desires that Jesus Christ revealed to us in the Gospel of John chapter 17 when he said, when we pray to you, Father God, that he desires that all may be one. May we may we try to cultivate unity in the body of Christ and bring about a healing and a, and a renewal and a restoration in this land that you've entrusted us to walk in, God. Help us to be men and women who are rooted in the interior life, who are drawn to pray each and every single day, who reverence you not only in the blessed sacrament of God, who reverence you in the word inscribed the sacred scriptures, who will read your word day and night. God, we love you, and we just want to love you more. We want to be used by you. We want to speak with your mind. We want to have the last of Christ. We want to speak with your voice. So, God, we surrender everything to you, and we trust that you will take us where we need to be with you in our relationship and our walk toward eternity. We ask this prayer, Father, to our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Father, God love you. Thank you so much. You are right where you're supposed to be for such a time as this. Father Josh Johnson for the Diocese of Baton Rouge doing amazing things online and elsewhere. Check out his YouTube channel and his brand new program with Ascension Presents, which just launched a few weeks ago. We'll be right back to wrap up a Friday morning. Stay tuned. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Colossians chapter 1, verse 10. Live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. Knowledge by acquaintance is what St. Paul's talking here. We need to increase our acquaintance of God. What can we do to increase our knowledge of God? Well, study scripture, pray, fast, 
But here's the obvious question. Are you increasing in the knowledge of God? Or are you simply kind of staying stable? You're living off past encounters. When we speak of increasing our knowledge of God, as I said, you can read all the books you want about God and you'll have lots of information, but it doesn't mean that you'll necessarily become acquainted with him. We need to know God by acquaintance. And that's what lies at the heart of all true religion. Cresta in the Afternoon weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Nestled under the warm Florida sun is a university whose name indicates a vocational call. Ave Maria, Latin for Hail Mary, recalls the angel Gabriel's announcement to Mary of her future vocation, becoming the mother of God. Enriched by God's grace, Mary freely ascends to this call. This is the model for all students. Come to Ave Maria University, where you'll be empowered to clearly see your vocational call whatever that call might be. Ave Maria University, your vocation location. Visit AveMaria.edu. Thank you so much for joining us on a Friday morning and every day here at Catholic Connection, a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN. Our friend Raymond Arroyo has a beautiful national book signing coming up for his Christmas classic, The Spider Who Saved Christmas, a great book. He joins us on Monday. And we'll also learn more about the wonderful app, Hello, and how that's going, plus Gail Buckley on a Monday as well. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E Maria Radio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. Your connection to our treasured Catholic faith all day, every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. You know, this is your Catholic radio station, and we'd like to make it even better for you. Your feedback is really important to us. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. It only takes a minute to fill out and send it to us. Again, go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. We'd really appreciate it. Hello, my name is Bob Parra, owner of Parra Car Care. We're proud sponsors of KATH 910 AM. Parra Car Care is devoted to automotive maintenance and repairs for today's family on the go. Are you looking for that personal touch? Someone who will listen to your problem and give you options that are manageable for you? We now have two locations to serve you. For the U.S. area, 817-685-2222. And for the Northwestern Hills area, 817-281-1388. We're on the web at www.parracarcare.com. Thank you and drive safely. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be His most sacred heart. 
Blessed be his most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, Catholic Radio for Your Soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.